to another episode of the Replacement Level Podcast. Uh, I'm Rafal. Chris is actually out today. He just got back from Mexico, I'm pretty sure. Uh, landed today. He was going to be on, uh, hopefully, uh, Thursday's, Thursday's episode. But for today, he is out. Weather's getting nicer, heating up a little bit. But uh, today we got fill-in, uh, not really fill-in, more of a guest for us, uh, for the privilege of welcoming uh, BBD. Uh, as most of you know from uh, John Boy Media, uh, BBD, thanks for coming on. Hey, thank you for having me. Happy to be here. So, uh, BBD again, just uh, just overview about him. Uh, his producer over at John Boy, talking baseball, talking Yanks, and Wake Jake GM, uh, obviously a couple others. So, uh, BBD, uh, first question of that: What's your favorite uh, podcast to produce? Um, you know my my. The go-to answer has got to be got to be talking Yanks show that started it all, and uh, obviously the Yankees' favorite team and an area of expertise. Um, so, th- so they're they're the easy answer, and all the yes stuff involved with that. Uh, very cool, but uh, obviously love talking baseball. Wake and Jake, very very big spot in my heart. Um, so th- I I like everything I do, but I'm, how can how can the answer right now not be talking Yanks? Um, so obviously, uh, John Boy Media itself uh, is one of the bigger uh, baseball podcasts out there right now. It's it's kind of like the go-to baseball podcast. Like uh, when I'm talking to like, a few baseball uh, guys, you know, like I said, like, hey, what's your favorite baseball podcast? Typical answer is talking baseball, talking Yanks, whatever. T- depending if you're a Yankees fan or not, if you're mm-hmm. from the uh, the tri-state area. But uh, the way that John Boy Media has grown, uh, what would you say? has kind of helped, you know, boost John by media. Like I, I'm guessing a couple of years ago, you guys started off uh, obviously low key and mm-hmm. now you're one of the most prestigious baseball podcasts out there. So what do you think has stunt that stunted that? Uh, I mean, at least like helped you guys reach where you are now. Um, well, first of all, thank you for the kind words. Uh, sec- secondly, I, I, I guess, I guess the answer is just, we, you know, we, you know, we've we continue to but but we we have grinded at this for you know a few few years now talking Yanks specifically has been around 2017 that starts 2018 first full season so 18 19 20 21 22 this is the sixth full season of talking Yanks so uh for for that long it's been you know a lot of you know staying up late make sure you don't miss miss any or if you do very few games and and you gotta stay informed and uh, you know, work, worked a lot of Sundays and all of that. So, so just, you know, not losing, losing sight of, of the grind of it all and, and making sure we're, you know, giving, giving the people the best information about the team that we can. So job by media seems to be a very, uh, I would say a very positive atmosphere for I me. Mean, at least, I mean, I'm a big fan. So I listen, I listen to, I'm a big talking baseball, talking Yanks fan. I'm always, always there listening uh whenever you guys uh put out stuff but uh it seems to be like there's a very you guys have a very there's a very a big like positive influence you guys are very affluent at least from what i hear so at least outside of the uh you know when you guys record what would you say the atmosphere in the studio is like uh i mean i i am privileged to say that like you know i work with a lot of my closest friends in the world between the guys in 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 the talking yanks 
room and and you know the pe- other people in the office outside of that i i truly like love everybody that you know i, I get to work with every day and i consider them some of my closest friends uh which you know and like anything has its has its positives and negatives there's a degree of not not ever going away from work but uh it's a it's a good problem to have that i like like everybody and want to spend time with them talking outside of work hours and i enjoy coming to the office every day and and hanging out with hanging out with my friends a little bit and and of course you know getting getting a lot of work done in the process but uh and i somehow we just keep finding great people and uh so it's an office full of some of the nicest people in the world and some of the most passionate people in the world and and uh, it's a very fun place to be able to come to work every day. Yeah. I got, I got a couple more for you, at least on that uh, topic. So what's Jake like, honestly? I, I love Jake. <laughs> uh, I mean, Jake, I, I don't have – I could go on forever with nice things to say about Jake. One of my, like, you know, one of the people I, I, I look to as a, as a guiding figure in my life, which, you know, getting a little sentimental there, but, uh, but like it's, it, he, he and Jimmy both, you know, I, I look to them sort of as, uh, in a way as older siblings that, that I never had. We were friends before I became their, their like employee. Uh, but Jake and I specifically spend, spend quite a bit of time together, uh, between either the two of us or to answer the question, um, like Jake, the guy, the guy you're seeing is, is largely the guy, the guy you get and, he is uh, one of one of the more, even more than that. He's one of the more like caring people I know, and he he truly cares about everybody that we work with, and and uh, and, and he's just one of my favorite people in the world. So I I love I love Jake with all my heart. Okay, so let's transition to some Yankees talk. Um, obviously, like you mentioned, one one of your biggest topics of expertise. So I'll I'll get you into that some uh, some of that stuff. So for for straight off the bat, Yankees are. Obviously, they're batting it on the tightly contested AL East. You know, they're six games back mm-hmm. right now, and they're wrapping up a pretty heavy road trip. Uh, you know, that displayed a top-heavy Seattle rotation, and now they're 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 today they're uh, wrapping up the, uh, the 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 third game of the Dodger series, the rubber game. That's a big game. Trying to take that series in LA, and you know, earlier this week the Yankees did get to uh, the Mariners' pitching staff earlier on. You know, the first mm-hmm. two games they they kind of got ahead. You know, they got ahead of counts or making loud contact, and that kind of led to, you know, runs. And they, you know, they went on that wild run streak where they scored like 50 runs, I think something like something around that. Um, but overall, they just had a very productive series in Seattle. And, you know, now in LA, they game one was sort of, you know, a Sevy, it's like a welcome back, uh, you know, after the injury. And, you know, he, he did look very solid in his first start, but this was kind of like a, uh, you know, maybe got to change stuff up a little bit. I mean, he, you know, he just got caught early and he, you know, that first inning, the, the six run inning and they just couldn't, Yankees couldn't come back from that. And that was kind of that for game two was also uh, Yankees kind of Yankees did take game two. That was very productive game also as well. But, you know, we're seeing the Rays uh, just keep rolling. They seem unstoppable. So, you know, just kind of get to my question at, uh, you know, for what the, how the Yankees have been, have been performing. Uh, do you think the Yankees can somehow call their way back? Yeah, I, uh, you know, they've played a very good brand of baseball for, for, they did it for all of the month of May. And 
so far so good in June. We're but two games in, but uh, but yeah, there's they have as good a chance as anybody. It's uh, it is unfortunate that the Rays are on this you know historic pace, and you know the Yankees. I think the stat I read this morning, you know, they had second best record in May in all of baseball, but they made made up like two games in the in the AL East standings. Just so <laughs> there's an element of of well, yeah, keep keep an eye on what the Rays are doing and and try try your best to catch them. Obviously, they're still you know the Yankees do their their business. Um, they should at least be able to make it a conversation, but uh, but yeah, there's an element of of perhaps we got to we got to shift some targets a little bit and and just make sure we are firmly in that wild card spot cuz i mean season ends today the yankees are are the last team in so that is not ideal uh they have a two and a half game lead it's june so it doesn't everything's with a grain of salt but two and a half game lead over the next team out but um you know there's an element uh, of of if you're not going to be one of those top two teams well, but just make sure you're healthy and into the playoffs. I, I understand that philosophy, um, but just make sure you make sure you are good to go and ready to to compete in the postseason. And and you know you don't know what's going to happen once you're there. So so you so BBD, you're you're mentioning injuries, and obviously that's been a persistent issue for the Yankees. Uh, the Yankees just not mm-hmm. a team that stays healthy. You know, obviously got JD back, uh, Big G's back as well, and we just got Kenley back through scrolls in the uh, Friday night. So, given like I said, given the Yankees' uh, constant injuries, um, mm-hmm. do you think that you know we're getting Rodon's took a, took a big step? Uh, we got good reports from him yesterday, actually, saying that he could face live batters next week. So you know, if the Yankees can get their rotation healthy, obviously Montas is still not back. But just just get to the, the get to the bottom line. Uh, BBD, do you think that you know once everyone's healthy? What's everything gonna look like? You know, once Rodon's back, once Santin can get going, um, mm-hmm. get to, get get to my point. Do you think that the Yankees will kind of topple the Rays, like you were saying? Yankees good playing a good brand of baseball, but is that realistic once everyone comes back? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, if they the the healthiest version of the Yankees, um, you, you know, how often do you get to to be the healthiest version of yourself? But the healthiest version of the Yankees has. Uh, has pro- by quite a bit the best rotation in the sport, I would say. Um, obviously, you gotta you gotta get there, and and you've had some guys underperform. A couple couple guys have overperformed. That overperformed. I don't know. Domingo's been pretty good, but uh, but uh, they if they're healthy, they have some some extra depth there. Um, they they our team that they keep doing what they're doing and get these bodies back. So far, so good. Two games in his return from from. Donaldson, if he can be uh, any better than he was last year, that's a pretty big upgrade for where the Yankees currently are at. If Stanton can stay healthy the rest of the way, it's you know obviously a big if, but uh, but if they they can do that, um, that is a big time piece. The middle of the lineup, so uh, it, it, it's easy to to see the light at the end of the tunnel for this team uh, and be optimistic for for the future, even, uh, even if ultimately the division, sure, maybe it's out of reach, but if you can be that top wildcard team and, and be hosting the wildcard round or something like that, that's, that's a, a plenty good position to be in. If you're, if you're not going to be able to, to beat this razor on a historic pace and, and you got to give them a lot of credit. 
So we were talking about, uh, you know, about obviously Big G. Like we said, uh, JD's also back as well. Uh, Santa was on that hammy injury since mid-April, really. And Donaldson, his uh, injury kind of got extended. His uh, stint when he got cut, uh, doing something with his uh, daughter's project. So I don't know what happened there. But we're looking to get a little more consistency out of Big G. Um, and, you know, that I guess that with Big G back and, you know, with, with Santa back, they're probably going to – DH Stanton a lot. Uh, that's kind of what Boone got to the point. You know, he said again, DH Stanton more because you know they kind of want to be a little more precautious because of his injury history. But he hopefully will hit the outfield early. So in terms of JD and Donaldson, um, you know, getting him healthy and you know, obviously he's been a big uh, concern for the Yankees. A lot of Yankees fans have kind of questioned you know his productivity at third base. So you know, if he can get going like we saw on Friday night or if he, you know, doesn't get going and struggles, does that mean the Yankees will potentially move him at the end of the year? Um, well, end of the year, he'll he'll hit free agency. And I, I don't see any sort of ending where where he comes back for next year. But uh, in general, he'll. The wor- if Donaldson is the worst we've seen him the rest of the way, he at least gives an opportunity for some rest and, and gets DJ some extra days off, which he looks like he will value uh, that ability. But but if Donaldson can be you know about about league average and play the defense he can play, uh, that that'll work. Um, I'm I'm fairly I'm as optimistic as you can be about him. We haven't seen him fully get going until maybe now for two homers two nights ago. But uh you know, Donaldson, if he's right, is a big time part of this team. Uh we just gotta see him do it. So I guess it inherently really, uh once Big G and uh, Donaldson get back, I I mean it kind of sort of puts Willie Calhoun out of the picture because he DS twenty six games this year. And, you know, he, he did sprinkle in a couple. I think he got a seven, what, six, seven out games in the outfield. But that kind of means that he loses uh, opportunities to play. So, and he did slash 254, uh, 342, and 463. Got an 805 OPS So, you know, and, and he was making – it seemed that he was making more frequent contact, you know. But with, like I said, with Santana Donaldson back, uh, does that mean he loses his spot? Yeah, it's, uh, he's definitely not going to play as often as he did. I think he played well enough for now to sort of settle into a, a bench left-handed hitter spot. And he'll, he'll, I think we'll think we'll see a lot of, if purely speculating, I think you think it'll be a lot of pinch hitting for one of the catchers and, uh, and, and you know, if he can just run into some more hard contact and, and hits there, which we saw, hey, for a good amount of May, he's, he's hammering the ball, hitting it hard, finding holes. Uh, he doesn't have this like big time pop, but he can run into some homers and uh, drive a double into the gap. So I, I think that's the role he seems heading towards. Unless, but hey, maybe if Bowers that completely outplays him and Bader's back and everyone else is healthy, and they got to make a choice. Um, who who knows exactly where where the cards will fall there? But uh, but yeah, he he seems poised for that, that bench bat and they, and they do believe in what he can do with the stick. Obviously one of the uh, bigger topics and probably the, the most 
talked about discuss topic right now is the you know Volpe and Peraza uh, because heading into the camp the the shortstop was up for grabs. It was you know IKF obviously lost 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 his job. He got I mean he didn't lose it, but he decided to uh, step back into the outfield and he got Volpe and Peraza, and obviously Volpe won the starting job. But you know Peraza's has a one thousand OPS right now in uh, AAA. Mm-hmm. I know he's got ten home runs. He's really been raking in AAA, and you know ever everyone knows that Volpe has been struggling. If you look, if you take a look at his uh, at, at his, a lot of his charts, you see that you know he does most of his charts. He struggles, and you see you know just his his uh, at least you know he, he does you know his 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 strikeout rate is very high at least for a rookie and you know mm-hmm. he's obviously he's a rookie his bat speed is and you know he can catch up to you know high fastballs have been one of his biggest issues this year and but he he you know he makes a lot of contact when he does obviously we see the pop there and he does have eight nine ten home runs but um are you expecting the yankees at least to send him down and maybe bring up volpe and peraza because it seems that the yankees still believe in volpe even though he's struggling yeah i can't say i i would bet on them moving off him. It's I think I think he at least has all of June, at least in my head. And and if the numbers look the same at the end of the month as they do now, I, th- I think it'll start getting a little louder that like, Hey, let's give Peraza a little bit of run. He was the one that's supposed to be, you know, ready for the big leagues and glove first and all of that. Uh, it'll at least be, I think worth a discussion at that point. If we don't see, some improvement by then. I think Volpe has shown enough and has said all the right things and seems to have the right head and head on his shoulders and work ethic that long-term I'm not worried about him, but for this year, uh, if, if it, the, the current level of production is untenable, it's gotta, it's gotta get better uh, sooner rather than later, but uh, it, it, it could get loud about a about a Peraza swap if he keeps hitting the, hitting the way he's hitting and his glove is what what it's always been reported to be we uh it could start getting loud and a swap very well might be warranted does Volpe at this point he's played more in MLB than he did in AAA um he very well might need some AAA time to to finish off some seasoning I I don't know where the what the Yankees believe there um I've seen enough to like. I'm I'm resigned to think he's going to have the job all year. They've said nothing to indicate that he's necessarily in danger of losing his job and being sent down. But I I could see over the next several weeks and and months that being certainly a discussion that that we start having a little louder. All right, it's a little funny to me uh, because you know guys, top prospects at least. Everyone always says you know once they're ready, they're ready. But, you know, we're seeing Grayson Rodriguez. He got blown up when he got called up. I think it was a high 70 RA, something like that. For He got he got up to AAA. So, you know, ha- I mean, personally, I happen to like Volpe, uh, even though he hasn't exactly produced the way people thought uh, at the plate because he did skip AAA. Uh, I think overall, like you said, uh, BBD has done a great job defensively. Uh, we've seen what his ability and his prowess on the field. And at least from a... Fielding standpoint, like I said, he's definitely up the. He's definitely head and shoulders, like you said, um, and you know, and the, at base path as well. We know that he has that plus speed, and that's definitely coming coming to play this year a lot. 
uh, especially early on in the year when he took advantage and he really took advantage. He definitely more aggressive early on in the year has kind of slowed that down. Um, mm-hmm. And like you said, we're trying to just getting lateral contact. And he said he could, he runs into contact once in a while, does put the ball in play a lot uh, when he does at least. So at least for me, I just, I just feel that, you know, if, if, like you said, if they would uh, call up Peraza, I just, I, 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 I don't see anything wrong in, you know, getting a couple of, uh, of get boosting your self-confidence a little bit in triple A. Like, like I said, for Grayson Rodriguez, there's no, there's, there's no, there's nothing wrong in, you know, getting some more development in triple A. Yeah. It's nothing. It wouldn't be necessarily an indictment on, on Volpe, the player. He wouldn't be the first guy to get sent back down and, and, you know, sort some things out that happens a lot. It, you know, progression isn't necessarily linear. He's not going to get, uh, the results aren't going to necessarily be better each and every day uh, as they were the previous day. But uh, there's there's a lot that, that we just don't know what's happening or, or, or how he's feeling and, and how confident he currently feels and will feel. Uh, the, uh, for now, I got to trust the Yankees a little bit on, on they've for the most part made the right calls on which guys should get a real chance and and he's like you said he's shown he's shown some of what we all fell in love with in in spring training and and some early in the year stuff with the with the the base running and the stealing uh we just gotta, gotta get him on base a little more <laughs> i know uh so yeah. i want to transition to the rotation uh or bullpen as well you know the Yankees have had the best bullpen baseball all year um mm-hmm. And you know Matt Blake's always done a good job. He's one of the best out there. Uh, what he does, he's he's revered by all. And he's in the Yankees, in the Yankees, uh, uh, in the Yankees by all the Yankee staff, and really just all the bullpen guys there. But he's really done a Cashman as well. Uh, they've really done a good job of finding and you know reclamation projects. Like you know we got Ian Hamilton. Like I said uh, last last episode uh, with Johnny, uh, he obviously had those seven eight surgeries on his jaw. Uh, when he get hit by a foul ball, and he's really done a great job. Obviously, he's on the IL right now, and we need him back. Um, but Maplick's done just done a really good job of finding these guys and turning them into reclamation projects. Jimmy Cordero, uh, we got Kenley back, but he's always been a big guy. So it's just something just uh, about Matt Blake. Um, not sure if you have like a personal connection with him, but what do you think it is, uh, at least with Matt Blake, that does so well that he has finds such success with these guys? Yeah, I mean, I have no idea what like the the day to day, the day to day workings for him are, but yeah, at this point, him and and the entire you know Yankees front office, they they sort of have the benefit of the doubt. They will make it. They will make a bullpen. They will adjust to injuries. They will uh, they will build that on the fly better than just about anybody uh, I've ever seen. It's like them, the Rays, the Dodgers, uh, to a lesser extent, the Astros, I guess, like those teams, they will build a bullpen, find a guy, make whatever tweaks they need to and and sort it out. The Yankees, I think are the very best uh, in that of, are the very best team at doing that uh, of that group. But uh, Matt Blake seems to be a central part of all of it. And, and Hey, I'll I'll let him take that credit for now. So I got, I got a couple more questions for you before uh, uh, you leave. Um, first of all, I know it's early, and we're not even halfway through the season. You know, the trade deadline 
isn't for a while. Uh, mm-hmm. But World Series predictions? Uh, we're on, we're on a Yanks show. It's it'll be Yanks over the Mets, and no, gotta uh, go Yanks. Gotta gotta say the Yanks, and uh, you know Dodgers just just kind of keep being the best. So let's say Yanks over Dodgers. Have some fun with it. We're getting a little good, good for baseball. Good, yeah, definitely good for baseball. I mean, we're already getting a preview of that. It's been a pretty good series, honestly. A lot of uh, yeah. big home runs and stuff. I don't know. It's fun. Not too bad. Uh, final question before uh, we wrap up. Division-wise, at least from you know where the demographics are right now, um, Yankees taking the AL East. Um, right now we got we got to be you know as much as I love the Yankees and love firing off some some homer picks for the World Series. Uh, there's there's a realisticness to it. All the Rays have been on this historic pace, and all the underlying numbers for that team back it up. It does not f- feel like a fluke. Um, I have to say, I would bet on the Rays finishing this season as the division winners, but uh, I, you know, I think the rest of the way the Yankees will be at least a couple games better than Baltimore and probably usurp them. They just seem to not quite have the starting pitching to, to get it done, but that's not any sort of discredit to them. I, I think the Yankees will be fine the rest of the way. Catching Tampa is going to be a tough ask. Um, and I'm not sure. I, I until they start slowing down, I'm not going to sit here and predict that they're going to slow down. You know, they're they are a wagon. Yeah. Let's uh, again, guys. Let's go Yankees. Uh, got a big rubber mask game tonight. Uh, but I really just wanted to thank you guys again. This was uh, BBD from John Boy Media. BBD again. Thanks so much for joining the pod. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, don't come off too distracted from the spilling water all over everything. <laughs> That's not your guys' door. That you won't see that. Uh, this won't be on the uh, on the recording, but I will take care of that. But again, guys, this was John Boy, uh, producer BBD. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Make sure to check it out: Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube as well. And we will see you guys Thursday. Hopefully, Chris will be back and enjoy your weekend.